When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Untamed and Unashamed podcast. This is a place where together we can navigate through life's ups and downs with all of the vulnerability, compassion, and openness that we can muster. Along with the help of guests from all walks of life, we'll discover new truths while doing some unlearning, and we'll gain valuable tools for becoming who we already are, while also uncovering our divine gifts. I'm Jade Bryce, and I'm so thankful that you're here. So I'm going to break down gene keys for you in the simplest way that I can, and then I'll introduce you to the creator of it. So the idea of the gene keys is that they're numbered human qualities that get modified based on frequency or your energetic vibration. There's a shadow that's expressed at a lower frequency, while the same quality is expressed as a gift at a higher frequency. The gene keys are an inner journey whose purpose is to transform our core beliefs about ourselves, thus raising our lives into a whole new level of awareness. So Gene Keys is a book designed to bring about personal transformation by actually influencing your DNA. The new biology was born by molecular biologists such as Bruce Lipton, who showed that our DNA is not pre-programmed as we used to believe, but is a highly sensitive open system that responds to both emotion and thought. Experiments have shown that the phosphates deep within our cells expand and contract according to the electromagnetic impulses of our environment. And the environment that has the greatest impact on us is the subtle quantum biofield generated by our unconscious attitude towards life. In other words, our consciousness creates our biological reality. The gene keys were evolved as a new programming language that not only guide you through a transformation of your unconscious core beliefs, but also anchor this into your living DNA as you apply its insights to your daily life. Each archetype or gene key 
has three levels of frequency known as shadows, which is the victim patterns, gifts, which is the creative genius, and CDs, divine manifestations. Your profile is based on a holographic understanding of the cosmos in which the time and place of your birth is seen as having a direct connection to your genetic imprinting. Your profile displays three sequences of gene keys that relate specifically to patterns in your life. One unlocks your genius, one reveals the higher purpose of your relationships, and one aligns you to the forces of prosperity. Together, these sequences form a golden path, a personalized inner voyage towards higher consciousness. In 1987, our guest woke up to find himself encircled by three adders, which are venomous snakes. For over an hour, neither serpent nor man stir so much as an inch until eventually, one by one, the snakes vanished back into the dark, lush undergrowth from which they emerged. Shortly after that terrifying encounter, he inexplicably began to experience visions. Turning away from a career in a highly reputable family wine business, he took the road less traveled and set off on a global quest to try and find answers to the questions that now burned inside him. It took 25 years before the visions came into a sharp focus. One day, finally, everything became synthesized inside him. All the systems he had studied and all the teachers he had learned from. A vast book just came pouring through him and it united all these different strands of teachings into a single stream of consciousness, a synthesis that he calls the Gene Keys. He's a teacher, a mystic, and a poet. He attended Edinburgh University where he gained a master's degree in literature and metaphysics. A born explorer, he has studied with great teachers in the East, traveled the Himalayas, the Pacific, the Americas, and the Arctic. He worked in the film industry in Australia, trained as a teacher of Qigong and meditation in Thailand, and sailed across the Atlantic Ocean on a small yacht. He invites us all on an inner voyage and adventure into the nature of our own consciousness, a journey into our essence, reminding us that we are not a victim of our genes. Rather, we are deeply blessed by the gifts that can shine through us when we hold the keys. Please help me welcome Richard Rudd to Untamed and Unashamed. Yeah, hi. hi. Lovely to be here, Jade. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I feel like when I talk about you to people, I always describe you as um, like the wise Quachuma, uh, the San Pedro cactus. I feel like you're like that medicine in human form. So I'm so excited to... Oh to okay. sit here with you and share that with my with the listeners. Uh, um, I broke down what gene keys are in the intro of the show and also told a bit of your story as well for those who are unfamiliar. But I'm curious about the snakes that surrounded you in 1987 and what those came to represent for you, especially now that you're you're digging into animal sim symbolism. Mm. Well, you know, snakes are always like an amazing uh, thing to encounter aren't they especially venomous snakes they yeah. seem to kind of have a, an additional edge and um yeah the the they they are the kind of mercurial alchemical um element in nature and um obviously i, I guess snake symbolism just runs so deep in our psyche mm -hmm. um 
but really it's that those you know for me i saw the the yin snake and the yang snake and then the third snake as well um and it was sort of framing my whole life really um as a as a kind of as a mystic or an alchemist or a um you know a writer and a teller of tales and weaver of myths mm-hmm. and i think this you know the serpent um represents all those things and and obviously wisdom but also some warnings as well um that you have to be careful with um sacred knowledge you know and those who have there are many who have been bitten by it you know whose egos kind of run away with them and mm. and then end up paying the price so i i think there's some humility needed around snakes um and around sacred knowledge itself so i don't know if that kind of is a start to that discussion yeah. yeah beautiful um i am currently reading the return of the divine sophia and she talks about how like you know the entrance of the bible is the story about the snake as the serpent you know to kind of program us into being afraid of that type of knowledge but then how um in later on in the old testament moses had the serpent snap as uh, staff but then she talks about how in the in the new testament that um, in the Gnostic texts that were removed, Jesus had a staff as well. But when he would speak to his disciples, it would curl up as a snake that would sit beside him. So I thought that was really interesting. I mean, you know, it's all up for interpretation. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting because people can either have like a really strong fear of snakes. And it's not that I want to cuddle them, you know, but people can either have a really strong fear of them or they could like have this really strong affinity for them. It's mm. It's really interesting. Um, and yeah. I know they, they represent health and, and Kundalini. And like you said, the, the yin and the yang. Yeah. Well, they're li- they're the life force, aren't they? Cause the life force itself for always travels in a spiral, you know, and it's a fractal spiral. So wherever you look in the, in the universe, you'll see that life force at work, whether it's in spiral nebulae or whether it's in minute, kind of viruses and and they're all like moving in this spiral flow um because it's the infinite you know the infinite is a spiral and that's why the snake or the serpent represents the infinite and they you know there's this notion of the serpent eating its own tail which is a bit of an odd mm-hmm. idea but mm-hmm. the, you know there's the, the, there is a beauty in the kind of curvature of the the serpent energy that it never it never ends and it never returns back to the same place mm. because it's, it's, it's not just a circle, it's a spiral. So it's all evolution is just constantly programmed to change just mm. as the snake sheds its skin and gives birth to itself. Like all that symbolism is, is deeply embedded in the snake. It's a, it's a really powerful, beautiful creature. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so amazing. And I, um, later on in the episode, I do want to get into more animal symbolism with you. I'm curious, um, with Gene Keys and everything going on in the world, I think, are you, are you in England? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm in Texas. So, um, yeah. but, you know, we, we just experienced a world lockdown, um, here in Texas, there's a lot of polarity around gun rights right now, um, yeah. with some really massive shootings. And, mm. um, I'm curious what you feel, which Gene Key is playing out in the world right now and, and, whatever area of, of what's well on. yeah in a way in, in you know in, in in the gene keys teachings you know you'll know that there's this um prophecy that's embedded in there that's this um this turning of the eon and this shifting of 
of epochs. And whenever you have a period like that, you have like um, intensification of, um, you know, issues or shadows or dilemmas or problems. Mm -hmm. um, because things that are, have been long held under the surface, these polarities kind of have to come to the surface. And, um, and so it seems it can seem terrifying, and it can seem unsettling. And, um, but yeah, so for me, like that gene key 55, that is kind of not quite yet kind of fully engaged, but it's the one that's going to spark the shift of the new epoch, you know, mm -hmm. and actually, it comes in in, in a sort of it, it comes in in 2027. But that doesn't mean that things change in 2027. Like it just means that we're 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 on it now. We're like it's because it's these are the, the transitionary periods are huge um, as one epoch turns into another. Mm -hmm. So that gene key particularly <clears throat> has such great imagery and story in it, embedded in it, <clears throat> because it it kind of it's ushering in this whirlwind of energy. And it's part of in gene keys we call them call it the ring of the whirlwind and it's a and it's creating a, a, a that spiral energy that vortex um into which you know a storm system if you like you know an energetic storm system that will that will clean out the old and bring in the new but those kind of spiralings tornado storms are like uh, in consciousness are like you know that they can be terrifying yeah um, and we have to you know in a way you have to kind of soften everything to inside yourself and let go of all sharp objects you know and, and sharp objects really means like our self-judgments our opinions mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know everything that's kind of has an edge to it mm -hmm. we sort of have to soften and prepare ourselves for um a transition that we're in and surrender to it and trust mm -hmm. in it um and give ourselves to it Mm -hmm. And that's what this kind of time is really about. So I think that Gene Key 55 um, is, and, and its partner 59, um, it, are incredibly powerful in, in transforming the way we relate to each other. You know, mm -hmm. 59 is all about our relationships and our intimacy. And it's, it's throwing us together in, in difficult ways so that we have to come, you know, we're, we're going to have to solve some of these uh, relational issues yeah. Um, and it's breaking down our kind of concepts of gender and identity itself. Um, and all of that is, is part and our ideas around sexuality and, and, you know, all of that is part of the kind of whirlwind. Um, so I think one day we might look back on this time from a more peaceful uh, spot in consciousness and go, wow, that was something to come through, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So are you thinking that, um, so right now we're about midway through 2022. Are you thinking it'll gradually get a little bit more intense, more intense? And then at 2027, there will be kind of like this shift. Is that, do you feel like? I think the shift. There's a lot of thoughts around 2027. Yeah. yeah. I think the shift was, well, I suspect the shift will mostly be invisible mm. um, because it's deep under the surface, you know, mm. and this was the kind of the nature of the prophecy that it's, it's it's inside that we're changing you know there's that kind of um statement of christ where he said when i return i shall come like a thief in the night oh, yeah. you know i you know so it's going to come in a in a hidden way it's going to come inside us it's going to come as a shift in our you know maybe even um, born into new children new kinds of awareness systems mm -hmm. that are coming online in humans mm -hmm. and we can't even imagine that i don't mean like you know like android or anything i mean yeah. like 
a, a kind of <clears throat> a new operating system yeah. within our within our our bodies mm-hmm. um, that will kind of slowly begin to be, you know change us, but change us from inside, mm-hmm. um, and that that will be subtle, you know, um, and we might only notice it over decades or centuries. Um, but it it will it you know that's the prophecy that it will slowly start you know it will tr- it will transform us and we're pr- and we're pre- we're being prepared for that in a way now yeah. letting go of everything yeah oh. it's such a such an experience <laughs> um, <laughs> I know I'm I feel as um I, I don't want to use the word hard, but I guess as hard as it can feel, I also feel um, so blessed to be able to witness it, to be here for yeah. it. Um, yeah. So I'd love to talk about how we can discover our journey into purpose or into our genius based off of gene keys. Um, I can use my numbers as an example if it's helpful. My life's work is gene key 26. My evolution is gene key 45. My radiance is gene key six and my purpose is gene key 36. Um, so if, I don't know if it's helpful to use those as an, as an example, but maybe if we can go into how we would use those to discover our genius or our purpose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And um, um, it'd be quite good to know the lines as well, because each key has a, a line number as you, as you probably know, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, I have it open here. So when you say line, do you mean pearl? Yeah. So no, in the in the key you have a dot. Each gene key has a decimal and then a number after it, and it's that uh-huh. number. It's one of six, so it's like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So life's yeah. work is twenty six point six. Yeah. Um, my purpose is thirty six point two. Yeah, that's great. That that's all. I, that's that was, was all I needed because it just gives a, a further embellishment and. Oh, okay. Um, I guess also just to mention anyone who's watching this, you can go and get your own while while you're listening or watching and yeah, uh, the com, you can you can get your own free profile and then kind of like begin to explore yourself. Yeah, and it's such a cool design too. Um my yeah. radiance is six point two yeah. and my evolution is forty five point six. Yeah. So um, you know, tw- you know, I look at them as pairs. So um, you know, at the the 45 and the 26 mm-hmm. um, are about leadership, really. You know, they're ultimately about leadership, and they're 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 like a forging a new kind of leader in the world. Um, that's what you know. I mean, there's old. Every key has its old frequency and its new frequency. Mm-hmm. So the old frequency is also present in there. You know, the old frequency is about domination. Mm-hmm. You know, the 45 shadow is domination, and the 26 is pride. It's like stealing control. You know, like many of our politicians in the world, they steal it or they kind of trick people into mm-hmm. it. You know, the 26 can have the 26 is a lovely one. It's your life's work, mm-hmm. uh, but it's tricks. It's tricky. It's trick. It's a trickster one. Yeah. Um, and so it could you you can use the trickster or that kind of charismatic chameleon type. Um, energy you can use it to fool people or you can use it to inspire people you know mm-hmm. so um so a, so a 26 is really good like at the at a high frequency or at a you know at, as a, a highest aspect of your being really good at inspiring people through the incredible dynamism of all the different things you know and you're learning in your life Mm-hmm. And many roles that you can play. So you know you might be, you might have, you know, 
so many different roles and things that you explore and study in this life mm-hmm. that you that become art that become a part of who you are that the gift is artfulness which mm-hmm. is the ability to pick up and anything and a kind of genius to be able to just pick up something learn it embody it use it and then move on and then pick up something else and then kind of all of those things become part of your um, means of inspiring others of Mm -hmm. kind of capturing their attention or capturing their you know so that you can impart something of worth of beauty Mm-hmm. you know and that's what the 45 is all about it's about you know um surrendering the old models of the hierarchy and the patriarchy and all that and bringing out a new model which is synergy and synergy is about collaboration and so in your life i imagine because it's also a six line six lines have long lifelines in terms oh, of great. yeah in terms of like a long you know things get that happen early in life you know in our 20s and 30s then kind of um seeds that we sow early in our life kind of germinate through our midlife and then and then blossom in our 50s and 60s and 70s -hmm. and so it's like um the things that you're doing now in your in your 20s and 30s are going to be like you know really they're going to ripen over time and Mm -hmm. And then you'll see, you know, because it'll be beyond 2027 and you'll be into that kind of next phase and you'll be probably one of the standard bearers of mm-hmm. that new consciousness and maybe even providing a place so that some of those children who are kind of more awakened um, naturally, there's a place where they can land mm. as, a, as a set of teachings or, a, you know, could even be spaces, could be schools, could be, you know, 45 is all about education. Mm-hmm. Um, and creating like a space or a, a resonance or a field or you know so that a new consciousness can emerge safely feel, mm-hmm. and feel held you know mm-hmm. whether you're a mother yourself or not it's mm-hmm. going to be like a kind of a grandmotherly or motherly role of mm-hmm. creating a space mm-hmm. so I'm kind of giving you a little prediction there yeah I love then, it do you want, shall I dive into the other ones I would love to yeah, yeah. and then so you have um Six and thirty-six. Um, six and thirty-six, and I yeah. believe, yeah, six point two and thirty-six point two. Yeah, and so the six is the radiance, or the which is which? Uh, the six point two is the radiance. Yeah. Okay. So the you know our, our radiance is a beautiful thing. Just to just for people to know you have a radiance. Yeah. And how do you unlock that radiance? And and it's and it's deep in our body. There's no there's no sort of real strategy you can do to mm-hmm. unlock one's radiance. Some people are radiant naturally because they've managed they, their souls are advanced and they just it comes out. Others they have to work at it a little bit. Yeah. Um, a second line generally is has a has an innate gift. So um, the radiance, you know, for you, I think it just emerges. Um, but um, it's six, so it's it's all about relationships, and um, those two keys are all about relating and relationships. So yeah. I think you asked me about, is it going to be about relationships? Um, your life is going to be all about relationships. It's so interesting because, <laughs> um, oh, I have such a hard time in romantic relationships, and mm. I had an intuitive tell me, because I'm, I'm um, also a tantrika, I study tantra and do tantra healings with people, she told me that that would be where my deepest fulfillment lies is in my relationships with my clients. And um, 
that I'll feel a fulfillment in my spiritual work, that it won't be in my romantic relationships. And it, it, there was like this like excitement that I would give to the world, but this like also this sadness of like, I want that in my, you know, in my romance as well. So I didn't know if that was in my gene keys, if it showed up there. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 would, um, I would disagree with her, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy disagreeing sometimes, I don't often, but, um, but she's obviously using another way of looking. But mm-hmm. looking at those keys, I would say, you know, um, I mean, as I said, the sixth line, which dominates your life program, Mm-hmm. is it, it what it might do is it might mean it might suggest that you're you're going to experiment a lot in your younger years mm-hmm. um, which is normal anyway um and then you're going to m- reach a stability in your middle years and then it will crystallize for you in your later years like in uh, usually things turn for a six line around you know around that our late 40s then like everything that you've learned and built and explored you know suddenly come and maybe a long time from now you'll remember me saying this and you'll be yeah. like that guy was right you know <laughs> and I've been 38 I, this year so well okay so you you haven't got so far to go yeah <laughs> but it's uh, it's part of the life curve of um you explore you experiment you learn you grow you change mm-hmm. and your relationships will be full of all that um and then probably you'll find a settled one, I imagine, in the middle part of your life and in some way. Um, that's, that's, again, part of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might not be the, the kind of perfect, it might not be perfection because the sixth line is looking for that perfection, right? Mm-hmm. But then, the, you know, we also have to learn that how do we harvest that perfection? And that's, that's what takes wisdom. You know, and that takes like a lot of trial and error and sort of exploration, and then it comes to us. And it, so it might be that I mean, I explain my relationship because I'm a bit like you. I have that six line as part of my process, but it's in a different place in my profile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm in my fifties now, and I kind of you know the middle part of my life was um, I've I've been with my wife now for twenty years. Um, mm-hmm. And we only our, our relationship only really begun to kind of realize its full potential recently, okay. um, and it was like it was all just like seeds under germinating under the surface. And there were times where I thought, "Is this really my soulmate?" Mm. And then now I'm in a phase where I'm like, "Wow, wow, this is so my soulmate." <laughs> but I didn't. It sort of the harvest didn't didn't is only arriving Mm -hmm. so uh the energy and the work and the time and the dedication the love and the forgiveness and all of that you put in Mm -hmm. is like it it, it's a slow burn Mm -hmm. um but why was it worth it so i i would say that that's what's coming for you and perhaps that's what the the intuitive saw that it might not be an easy path or it might not be the per- might not be the path that your kind of ego wants right away yeah um, but if you can settle into that kind of longer term view you can really feel that it's like even where you are now is part of what it's turning into so that in that from that respect like if you're watching a plant grow or a tree you can enjoy every every sort of phase you know before it becomes the perfect flowering tree um or or bush or whatever yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would say um, that's what I see. Yeah. 
So good news, I guess. Yeah. If you're patient. (laughs) Yeah. I think about sometimes like the matrix, how she told him he wasn't the one in order for him to accomplish what was needed. I may have needed to hear that to put some pressure off my relationships, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to put that pressure on our partners. Yeah. Um, So, so that was an example with, that was about six. Did you have anything to say about 36 before I talk? Well, about I did the- kind of integrate that into the okay. storyline, but um, the 36 is that all that turbulence. So it is like that kind of like, how do I, you know, how do I navigate the shadow space in relationships, which is a lot about learning about ourselves and our own wounding yeah. um, and re- and the sort of trauma that we may carry that's either from our childhood or maybe from our ancestral um, lineage that we're carrying or karma I guess you could call it yeah. and and that has to be kind of worked through in relationships and it can be worked through in multiple relationships or one relationship mm-hmm. um, and you know eventually we kind of get to the bottom of it um, and and then it becomes you know that lightness of you know that the gift of humanity is a beautiful gift because it's like the gift of humanity is love yeah. Um, so we become a loving, fully integrated human being, mm-hmm. and we love being a human, and that's what that's what that thirty six is about loving, um, and then and then out of that comes the compassion, which is its highest expression, it's like that deep compassion, which is I now just have all I want to do is share this yeah. with the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really beautiful keys, same as my daughter's keys. Oh really? Wow. <laughs> So it's really cool because when I first came across Gene Keys years ago, I don't know how many years, but it, I mean, um, probably four or five, maybe six. I, I read it and I, I loved it, but it, I was, it was more of like a, I would like for this to be true. I would love for this to be true. Um, and then as I really got into the work and um, really deep into my awareness, when I was just brushing up on it, like refreshing myself on it this year, it was like, wow, all of this is actually, like, it's all completely true. Like, it's, it's like a blueprint of my life right now. And so it's really cool how um, the more you are stepping into your evolution and your purpose, like, the more true it is, really, you know, like, the more it, it, like, it, it, it resonates. And um, I'm curious about that, too, how, because I know uh, for anybody that that looks at human design or astrology or gene keys, sometimes it may not resonate for them. And then they look back years later and they realize it was so true. You know, um, I'm curious if that's like a part of them that hasn't woken up or, or what you think about that? Yeah, I think so. You know, these things are like, like I said, they're like seeds that um, we, we, that ripen in us. And, thing about looking at one's gene keys is you're looking at a spectrum you know of your potential and you know that's both your negative potential mm-hmm. um, and so there's a self-destructive pattern that you can also you know which is where you need to really look first in a way it's like well how do I undermine my sense of purpose in life mm. and that's not a a common thing for people to start with but it is actually a brilliant thing to start with because if yeah, you that's understand probably where own, I was sitting at at the time yeah so yeah. if you understand those flaws in your nature you're like armed with an incredible wisdom to carry through your life because mm-hmm. uh, then you can re- go through this refining process um, and then you you literally begin to cultivate that gift that's hidden in that seed and I always look upon those shadow states as seeds yeah. and there's flowers hidden in them. 
you know, and then those flowers eventually ripen um, and become fruits and they become, you know, the opposite, you know, they become these, these highest states, these transcendent kind mm -hmm. of awareness in us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd love to talk about that, about how um, the core shadows that show up in our gene keys are so important to the work. I know that in Tantra, it's believed that everything has consciousness, everything is sacred. So if we're at war with those parts, we're missing out on the wisdom of them. Whereas if we allow them to sit at the table, and to have a voice, not not meaning that like, we're going to take their counsel, but that we're no longer at war with them, then that's when we get the wisdom from them that is so needed for our path. Um, I know my genius has a shadow of turbulence, like you mentioned, my love has a shadow of pride, um, which I know for me, my struggle in love is um, saying staying soft um, when there's a threat. And then uh, my prosperity has a shadow of self-obsession, which I, I know you told me in the past um, that self-obsession turns up as a form of like needing every course and uh, constantly consuming, uh, you know, that type of self-obsession, which really resonated. But yeah, so those were my core shadows. And um, I'd love to talk about how how important it is to use those in the work. I know you just gave a beautiful articulation, but if there's anything else. Yeah, I think, you know, um, you know, that shadow of um, self-obsession mm -hmm. is, again, something appear, you know, something we have to go through. The shadows are things we go through. And then um, I have a very simple formula called allow, accept, embrace. Mm -hmm. And um, they're the layers of acceptance. And so we, you know, like the the um the idea of the dragon you know of like this christian idea of of this great you know slaying the dragon mm -hmm. or killing the snake that we started with you know mm -hmm. or or pushing it down is like we actually have to befriend it and we actually have to embrace it yeah. and we actually have to you know so so the dragon really is an energy we have to fully embrace uh, even though it terrifies us at mm -hmm. some part of us so we have to hug it literally we have to hug it until it until it's just transmuted in us mm -hmm. um and so that's the process of allowing accepting and embracing like allowing is just even taking a peek at it even like oh this is a really uncomfortable feeling i've got mm -hmm. um this whether it's numbness whether it's anxiety whether it's loneliness whichever shadow key it is um or whatever you're dealing with right now in your life um anyone Mm -hmm. it hurts it's like how can i create a bit of space around it just to allow it like ramdas great teacher used to say invite your neuroses in for tea yeah you know like a little cup of tea and come on in and sit down and here's a cup of tea and let's sit yeah. together my teacher calls it eating shame for breakfast right exactly, <laughs> exactly. and shame is a good example as well you know yeah um you know giving ourselves a hard time that's one of the kind of really powerful um, fears that humans have the, the, mm -hmm. you know if you if you uncover a lot of the fears inside us <clears throat> particularly the fears of what other people think or the fears connected to others mm -hmm. it's almost always boils down to our fear of our own self-judgment most people don't realize that mm. it's actually it's not about the other person at all it's you know it's a fear of you the fear that i'm going to judge myself badly against mm. that person's behavior because <clears throat> i won't be able to maintain my self-love um, and so that, you know, being able to kind of just soften into, you know, those shadows so that we allow them and then we begin to accept them 
and that takes some time yeah. and then eventually we embrace them you know and the embrace when we embrace them they're kind of transmuted in us you yeah. know permanently you know yeah. and, and 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 that's that's a very physical experience that that affects our health our body our radiance all of that it's like you know this the jinky stuff is is very physical actually it's about embodiment i mean it really you know it's like it really works um because it works at all levels emotionally and you know it undermines patterns and kind of brings them to the surface and allows us to let them go mm-hmm. you know so it's therapeutic in that way very yeah yeah um it it reminds me of i think i don't i don't know the exact quote that carl jung says but basically like the what's unconscious what stays unconscious what stays unfelt controls us mm. so if we can feel the unfelt if we can he- if we can hear the unconscious and embrace it, it no longer controls us and i think a lot of times we can think well if i listen to that voice of shame i'm going to allow in low vibration but actually when you're resisting it and at war with it you're like meeting it at its vibration instead of actually embracing it and loving it and um feeling it then it no longer controls you mm. you know and and um because really at at some point it was there to protect you it was there to serve you so it deserves love and compassion and once it gets that love and compassion it often it needs met and you know no yeah it's a lovely way of looking at it yeah. know, like a child i often think that we are like we're multi-aged humans yeah. you know so inside each verse a three-year-old an eight-year-old a 10-year-old a 17-year-old yeah. you know and and um you know which one is showing up at which point mm-hmm. and what happened at that point you know so if you're if you're like a four if you're in a four-year-old pattern um you may not recognize it but it's like there's something playing out and that you're right that that four-year-old needs to be reassured or it needs touch or it need, what it didn't get in that moment um you could give it that you can give it yeah. exactly what it needs but only you can give it <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming that inner caregiver. Um, And it's interesting how sometimes, and that's why I love internal family systems, but all these parts of us, sometimes we're giving the three-year-old or the four-year-old the ability to run the show in our adult relationships or even in our sex life. And that's like wildly inappropriate. It doesn't make any sense, you know? So if we can really like become the inner caregiver and then give that role to our inner 40 year old or whatever our, our wise King or queen is, you know? Mm. Um, and so that all goes into how you said gene keys is really physical. Um, you said that you raise the operating frequency of your DNA by a dynamic shift in your attitude. And I know for me, I'm really sensitive to those around me that, um, get in this like negative, negative attitude or have a negative speech, um, it's a physical sensation in, in me. My stomach gets upset. Um, I know um, I have someone that is just going through a really hard time. And um, I, I told him last week, like, have a good, I hope you have a good day. Or I said something and he was like, oh, I probably won't. And, and mm-hmm. in that moment, like I could feel my stomach contract towards that person and like put a wall up because, and so I'm learning to, to not get cold and to not put a wall up towards people when they're in that mm-hmm. um, state. Um, because then I'm, I'm wanting to protect, I'm learning the balance of like protecting my energy without kind of joining, you know what I mean? That attitude, Mm, but, um, yeah, I'd love to go into all of this though with you on, on how we literally can shift our DNA and, and how physical that is and how, how much that affects our well-being Mm. based off of 
yeah, yeah, our, our yeah. I mean, it's it's real life's work that isn't it? Like yeah. how to <clears throat> transform one's own attitude in the face of um, you know someone else's pain mm-hmm. being expressed in one way. You know, yeah. in in, um, in the Venus sequence, which is my program that takes mm-hmm. us into our own wounding. Have you done that one? No, so, but that's on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Really recommend it. It's 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 the program that goes the deepest into our trauma. And really, it's, but it's very gentle and helps us move, you know, through kind of, um, well, it helps us unlock the gifts, yeah. you know, that we're lying. Like you said, the caregiver, you know, can discover that there's incredible gifts in there. Anyway, so it's, yeah. <clears throat> but that that program um, really, you know, at the core of it is the saying, um, it's about returning non-love with love. You know, mm. that's, that's the art that we're here to learn to return non-love with love um and it's just it is the ultimate edge for all of us for me forever you know it's like yeah. i still also struggle with that at times yeah um and there is a there is a line as well because you know you don't want to s- saturate yourself around the, that field mm-hmm. um, but you also want to be there and be supportive at whatever level is appropriate yeah <clears throat> and i'm always like i'm often meet I, I i meet people a lot on clubhouse it's a social media app don't know if you know that one but mm-hmm. it's an audio thing and we meet and we talk and and share and often i'm quite often i meet people who have burned out because they work in mental health or they work in something or they're healers mm-hmm. and they just can't handle it anymore they just you know and and it's a really valid phase just to kind of check out and just rebuild your own you know energy field um mm-hmm. because it can be incredibly wearing yeah. um particularly with all the kind of stress the additional stress of the world mm-hmm. um and yeah so i think um in a, in our relationships that's what they really are here to teach us like how can we you know find that line between um you know i've had enough of that of your mood <laughs> um or like i'm here for you Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it might be that you actually that we actually just go look I need to have some space because um, mm-hmm. I, I right now I'm in a, no I'm in a reaction you know I'm, I'm reacting to your mood and I'm mm-hmm. I'm no use to you in that state so, or me so the best thing is just to step away mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll be back you know it's like it's really important to say that look, I'm not leaving I'm not rejecting you I just I'm, I'm looking after myself so that I can come back and be stronger and be more supportive mm-hmm. those are the kind of things that are so such great skills I mean part of your thing is learning those skills of diplomacy right yeah that's but that's your gift of mm-hmm. your of your radiance so the art of diplomacy is all about those the diplomacy is all about when to not say something when to when to step forward when you know how it's to say so it hard for me. <laughs> yeah i think also um i'm on the spectrum and so i'm very wildly transparent um almost to where it can seem like i i'm mm. Sometimes it seems like I may lack empathy because I, I say exactly mm. what my spirit feels in that moment. And yeah. so I'm real I really need to learn this, this diplomacy. <laughs> well, it's a yeah, it's 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 a skill in the service of compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you cannot say something that might have triggered someone, mm-hmm. if you have the kind of if you've learned that skill, just to hold it in the in what I call in the porch, hold it in the porch for a bit, mm-hmm. you know, before you come into the house, there's a porch, you know, and you mm-hmm. take your boots off in there. So you just hold it in the porch for a while 
and you don't say it for a, for a few minutes and then see what happens. Mm. And it's incredible. Sometimes you realize, oh, I'm really glad I didn't say that because yeah. it's just faded away. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it is, it's a, it's a hell of, you know, and we shouldn't, you know, we, we, we shouldn't, uh, should, I don't want to use that word. We don't have to feel shame mm-hmm. if we've forgotten or we, you know, we've blurted out. It's like that. But if we do feel shame, then we need to also acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's all a process and a journey. And I, I feel like, you know, I, I, my teaching at the core of it is gentleness, self gentleness, yeah. you know? and kindness towards oneself um and if we can kind of create that atmosphere around ourselves then um that's an amazing gift to bring to ourselves and all our relationships because if you're gentle with yourself then you're going to be gentle with others and you're and you're also going to know those boundaries you know so gentle with yourself can mean you have quite a firm boundary around others so gentle isn't only like it's not all weak it can be very very firm and strong yeah. But underneath it is this gentleness towards like, I'm going to take care of myself in this. And I know in doing that, I'm taking care of you as well. You know, mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's powerful work. Yeah. Um, do you feel, I have recently watched Rewired on Gaia, Joe Dispenza's work. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, it's basically about how we change our DNA through changing our thoughts. Um, and um, do you feel like it's pretty much the same? I don't know if you've seen it, but. I, I know some of his work, but I haven't yeah. seen the, the series. But yeah, I, 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 the, the premise is, is absolutely spot on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. I think you'd yeah. love it. It's no secret that shame-free sex and pleasure are powerful avenues to deeper connections and an overall sense of well-being. And accessible, expertly designed toys can play a big part in getting you there and making you feel more alive. Dame is leading a sexual wellness revolution as a women-powered resource for game-changing pleasure products and supportive content. Started by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops her products based on research and feedback from people like you. They're making better sexual experiences and more pleasure available to all. Dame's easy-to-use toys and accessories are made with body-safe, doctor-approved materials, and smart design principles. And they've earned glowing praise from the New York Times, the Today Show, and many more, including me. Whether you're looking to shake things up with your partner or upgrade your self-care routine, they've got something for every nightstand. Even better, Dame offers three-year warranties and hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. And I will guarantee you satisfaction because I use their products myself. They're amazing. My favorite one is their suction toy. I call it the clit sucker, but it's uh, spelt A-E-R. It's called air. It's a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. It creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris. So you can go all the way right away. Guys, I have like eight to 10 orgasms almost every time I use it. I use it during sex and in my own pleasure practice. You will not be disappointed. They're also sending me a bunch of their other products. So I'll keep you updated. But as of right now, this one's my favorite and I highly recommend it. Go to dameproducts.com and use code Jade today for 15% off your order with Dame. Now on with the show. So you 
you believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the divine will behind all things is benevolent. And my whole body relaxes into that because it, it does, it feels, I trust that. Um, I, I really do. And it, it, it provides so much relief in my life. And, um, you know, as a kid, um, I, I started, I had a really traumatic childhood and started trying to commit suicide at 10. And it was basically a lack of hope in the future. You know, like I didn't think anything was ever going to get better. And now as an adult to really trust that sentence and, oh my God, it's, it's, I can't even really articulate like how much hope that gives me and and how Mm -hmm. it shifts things for me. Um, I'm curious though, on like a macro level, um, how this applies, like I brought up the school shootings, like how do we apply that thought to situations like that? Or maybe on a micro level, like someone who has a chronic illness, who just, they've been sick for years and, you know, like how, how do they, how can they apply that sentence to either scenario? Yeah. I mean, I, I would apply it with extreme care yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because that's part of diplomacy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you may know it, but sometimes just embodying it is much better than speaking it because mm-hmm. the embodiment of it puts others at ease. And if someone's in a deep reaction um, or, or, or turmoil because of something terrible that's happened, the last thing they want to hear is something like everything's going to be fine, you know. Yeah. Um, and But the silence of one's presence, knowing everything is fine, mm. is incredibly powerful. And it, and then there also are times when it's totally appropriate, and that's part of again. To, all humans have to learn that empathy, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, there are terrible things that happen, and you know, humanity is is a bit. Uh, you know, we're in, we're kind of in a stage of adolescence um, in a way, and mm-hmm. and adolescence contains all those like beautiful kind of hopes and dreams and visions, but also incredible self destruction. You know, so we kind of as a collective we see those manifestations mm-hmm. you know we see we see both the dreams and the hopes of like what we can be and then we see the horrors of self-destructive tendencies that we still mm-hmm. have um and we see them played out you know what what i always find interesting and this is what one learns in the venus sequence by the way you get to see the kind of algorithms of um how our suffering works so you get to see the same patterns that run our relationships that kind of take us in spirals down into depression or kind of anger or whatever Mm -hmm. are actually the same algorithms but played on the stage so something horrendous like a mass shooting or a tyrant going to war with another country we have these inner things inside us you know we are we, we also of performing kind of little mini mass shootings on ourselves sometimes, yeah. you know, and in lots of ways. And we're also tyrannizing sometimes in situations in our relationships, you know, that tyrant comes out at times and we're like, wow. So you get to see it writ large on the world stage at times and it's totally devastating. And yet underneath it, you're absolutely right, is um, a spiritual truth in every human being that, we are, you know, we're held in the lap of a benevolent universe. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> sort of sitting deeper and, you know, any spiritual journey, if it's a true journey, will take us to that memory 
deeper and deeper and deeper to an epiphany to you know we might go through epiphanies in our lives where we open to that mm -hmm. and we suddenly hit that trust or you know many people that for example have near-death experiences will come back and go oh, if only you if only we remembered you know we are just held by this this incredible love and ever and it's all love and mm -hmm. and we're you know so because we're programmed to forget as we kind of come in um you know it's it's a it, it's our it's our schooling it's you know we're learning slowly to remember yeah. that that's our essence you know and that you know the great teachings and teachers have always said that you know that and embodied that yeah. that you know we are we are love in our core um and and a love so vast and so incomprehensible that you know we our mind can't even begin to measure you know because it's eternal we're eternal beings we are one eternal being but in many forms so you know it doesn't matter how many kind of structures mentally you put over that if you strip away all those structures it's like your your 10th gene key you know the 10th gene key that's your you know that was your pearl right mm -hmm. that, that one just strips away all the structures and just says it's here right now in my I'm in a, in being it's just in, it's in my presence of being you know I don't need any of the structures I don't need any of the thought patterns or paradigms and I can enjoy them and pick them up and put them down but none of them are me mm. um, because it's just it's enough just to be here you know so uh, yeah I I carry that kind of um deep kind of message I think yeah. yeah. I think I don't know if it's because I had so much childhood trauma, but it it I didn't really come to a place of trusting and understanding that until I did psychedelics. Because it was that afterlife experience of being held in that love. And um I I started those maybe eight, nine years ago. And then um each time it is a remembrance. And so I, but it it really does feel like that was a rewiring for me. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I get curious, like, how would I have reached that without the plant medicine? Like, what could, what would it have taken, you know, because of how profound it was for me and, and how well it worked for me. But um, was that kind of how you came to that yourself? Or was there another way? No, I came to it very naturally, actually. Um, although I've sort of had some experience with psychedelics it's been only marginal and, and mainly young in my younger years mm -hmm. um and uh i actually came to it just through living life and um because it's there it's there in the background of our being yeah um but i understand that psychedelics can be a really good window it can open up that doorway for some people it's a path yeah. that really helps open up it can also be a trap as well yeah um, because then you can get hooked on it and keep wanting that the, the high and you want to integrate but that needs to be integrated yeah so in a way i you know what the the little book i wrote was called the art of contemplation mm -hmm. um which is the technique at the core of my work is creating a space around us in our everyday lives through pausing regularly and and there are lots of ways we pause we can pause and still be in motion but it's about having a having gaps and harvesting gaps in our everyday life so that we become more relaxed in a way because mm -hmm. we create more space around ourselves and in and in doing that we actually do begin to spontaneously um, transform some of these these patterns that are sort of in our body and in our being 
because they just transform on their own. And I was trying to share that with people, like it actually happens on its own. Mm. Um, and then every now and again, there's an epiphany, there's a breakthrough where we hit that trust, yeah. you know, that incredible field of trust. Um, and it's spontaneous and it doesn't have to be come through anything we've taken, although it can do. Yeah. Um, and there are lots of, you know, you know, like I, I, my, my plant medicine is tea, actually. Mm. <laughs> I discovered tea, like Chinese, really refined, beautiful pu'er teas, like sort yeah. of rare teas, and you drink them in tiny amounts. But it's, uh, you can drink it every day, so it's a daily thing. Um, but it just, it's, if you, the right one just gives you a little bit of um, clarity and lucidity and it settles the body in the right way mm. and done early in the morning, um, as a practice, it's a beautiful thing to do. And also you can share it with others. Mm -hmm. So there are lots of ways, like that's my personal favorite. Yeah. There are lots of ways you can do it with beautiful food. And, you know, you, you know, it's all about how you create, how you prepare things and how you, you know, how, yeah. how carefully and, you know, sweetly you kind of use the fruits of the world around us. But yeah, yeah I, I, I acknowledge that um, plant medicine can be a really powerful awakener for people yeah. i think for people who are very stubborn or very lost it's a, you know it's a really really powerful awakening yeah. yeah 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 but i also agree that um life is one big ceremony you yeah. Know? yeah yeah so before we jump into the dream arc um i'm curious if we can speak about money linked to our energetics um i know you you said something that i thought was so beautiful about how um you feel like when you get something, you also give something that way. Otherwise, it's accumulating. And um, like you have a friend that you like, you guys try to outgift each other, which I thought was really beautiful. Um, I also noticed that your your um, courses, compared to what other people charge, are really uh, um, accessible. And I really appreciate that. But you could make them 1500 you know, like a lot of people do. And so, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts around money. <laughs> We'd actually be a lot better off if we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's part of, you know, a, a commitment to being accessible and generous. And and people still can't afford many of them. It's like, know, you know, yeah. so we offer a lot of scholarships as well, mm -hmm. by the way. If anyone's interested in any of our programs, we do offer scholarships. And you, mm -hmm. you can sign up for that and we get to know each other. And um, yeah, I think it's, um, it's all about intent, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's that the, the, the huge popularity of the law of attraction and all that stuff that's going around. Um, and I think that there's a lot of truth in the law of attraction. And but I think there's a kind of naive um, missing of a fund of another fundamental truth, um, which is that I, 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 you know, once I've spoken to this once or twice, like I think there's another law that is stands in front of the law of attraction. Um, that either prevent that might prevent it from working fully, mm. and I call it the law of unseen grace. Um, mm. And the law of unseen grace is that the thing that you find most difficult in your life right now is where the money lies. Oh, <laughs> right. So the thing that is most challenging is the thing that's asked is where the grace is hidden. Mm. And and most of us are trying to bypass that thing and go. Well, if I set up these conditions over here, that thing will go away. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, it's that very thing that life is saying: you need to look at this. You know, you need to contemplate this. You need to really think. If your relationship might be your health, might be 
um, might be money itself, not having enough money. It might be really dragging you down, you know. Um, and it's about like, how can I change my relationship to this issue? Um, and if you don't, if you give it some time, you can change your relationship to any issue or any difficulty. Um, it's, it's what you were saying about Joe Dispenza, you know, that whole thing. It's like you change the way you, you change your attitude, you change the way you think about it, you change the way you approach it, or like you were saying, you invite it in and you kind of care for it, that, mm -hmm. that issue, and you care for yourself. And that's how you build up this self-esteem. You know, we have to sort of rebuild our self-esteem in a way and, and so that we're feeling good about ourselves again. And as we do genuinely feel good about ourselves, then we start to generate, you know, passion starts to build in us again and ignite. And when that passion ignites, along with that, that, that passion is, is just going to create more prosperity, whatever form it takes, um, because prosperity leads to pa passion leads to prosperity. Yeah. And, and vice versa, I guess. So, yeah. Um, and it's all about collaboration. Um, so, again, it's about relationships. You know, true prosperity is about relationships. And that's what you know, I always say. That's what people who are on their deathbeds, when you ask them yeah. what's been most important to you, they won't say money. They'll say my friends, my relationships, because that's where prosperity truly is. Mm -hmm. And so I also, uh, sometimes I, I kind of, I like talk about prosperity without success. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have prosperity without having to have success, you know, because success can be a curse because mm -hmm. then you're on this ladder and you're thinking, you know, I'm always going to get to that success. And, um, and, and there's nothing wrong with it, success, but it can be a real trap for many of us. Yeah. Um, and even when we get there, we realize that we're still in the same state as we were before we began the 20 year journey, you know? Um, and then we're like, Oh my God, I, if I don't even own this, yeah. but for some of us, we still have to go through that process. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's another of my programs, the pearl, you know, yeah. it's about like, what is the true nature of prosperity? Not kind of how to make money, but prosperity. Cause when we have that prosperity inside, then we'll have enough money. We'll make enough money. Yeah. for our life to flower and mm -hmm. in your pearl you know you get to see you know, what's your do you remember your line of your pearl my pearl oh, is at the six uh, sorry the pearl is 54.3 oh i thought it was a 10 okay 54.3 okay so three is a, lo a lovely line to have in your pearl because you know there's six possible lines that you can have in the pearl and the pearl shows you what how am i designed to prosper you know and a third line person has a third because it's, it's you know that third line is about um celebration you know so for you to fulfill your purpose means that um you'll probably attract quite a lot of money because celebration requires like sharing so it requires funds <laughs> to share <laughs> you know the cele celebrant is someone that like loves life and wants to share food and parties and like share their stuff and like come on let's get together and just break bread and have a great time and that's what life is that's that's such an essence of what life is all about joy mm -hmm. sharing joy and um and so that third line is all about sharing joy so if you have a third line then probably you might draw quite a lot of wealth or prosperity towards yourself through that law of attraction mm -hmm. but only when you've unlocked the law of unseen grace first you know and then it's and then that attraction field opens up 
again that's another thing all kind of in the venus work that you yeah, it's so interesting because i i grew up with such a um like there's not enough to share you know like mm-hmm. i could only shower once a week because of water bills can't like everything was and um even like um you know living in my car in my teenage years and looking for change in the soda machine so I could go buy tortillas to eat, you know, like there was always this thought of like, save, 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 and not having enough. And that I think that's one of the reasons why my idea of prosperity and wealth is having enough to share. And like, that really doesn't take that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, the reason why I want money, the reason why I want to make a lot is so much a part of that sharing because I don't want a certain house or a certain purse. I just want to provide Montessori for my kids to like give them this type of education. I want to take them to travel the world. Like everything I want to, all the money that I want is, is it for my relationships, is for the deepening of my relationships and for celebration and experience. So, um, so that's really interesting that it, it that that's my line and it kind of like blends into why I want to, why I want to make so much money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you should have no shame about that either. Like, yeah. yeah. Sharing it. Yeah. I have a big goal. Um, it, when my kids are in middle school to pull them out of Montessori and we just travel the world for the year. Cause it, I mean, mm-hmm. Montessori is 20 grand a year as it yeah. is. So, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great idea. You know, that's, yeah. they'll, they'll never forget. None of you no. will ever forget that year. I know. Yeah. I have a couple of friends that have done it and it's just, yeah. it's a dream. Um, all right. So before the lightning round to end the show, I'd love to talk about the dream arc. I am super intrigued by animal symbolism itself. Um, and I also have very vivid dreams. So I'd love to talk about how we can use dreams for healing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you, I think you have Rosie coming on, don't you? Rosie Aronson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who I were mentioned because she and I, she's a wonderful woman. And we've created this um, program called the Dream Arc together, which but if anyone wants to come to jinkies.com, the website, you'll see it immediately on the homepage because it's like lots of animals. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful art. Yeah. And you can just click and that. That's art all done by Rosie. And you can uh-huh. click on that and um, explore it <clears throat> and get an idea of how it works. But mm-hmm. it's a huge program. It's taken us three years um, to bring it all together. And um yeah, the basis of it is about, um, it's a lot of things we've talked about. Um, it's inner healing, but it's also about bringing, um, increasing our awareness of the sleep states and the waking states and how it, how awareness moves between the realms. Um, so it's about opening up this channel in the middle of our being that allows us to kind of know more from the unconscious to the conscious to the superconscious, or from you know the past to the present to the future, um, and it, so so it begins to open up this. It, it really widens this channel in the middle of us that's intu- that's intuitive. Mm-hmm. So it's all a right brain teaching. You know, mm-hmm. we live in a very left brain world. Um, so this program, the, from the moment you em- enter it is right brain you know so it's like it 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 doesn't it, although it has it's laid out in a structure <clears throat> that appears to be linear you can choose whichever way you move through it in whatever order you wish and it's full of invitations that stretch us you know so you'll open up something and it will invite you on a journey and might be an inner journey might be an outer journey <clears throat> might 
ch test you or challenge you with some creative idea. And it, it's all about developing that right brain to bring balance to our left brain world. Um, because the right brain is that feminine part of us that kind of understands symbols and decodes mythology, um, but, uh, but in the moment, live, um, rather than through the left brain trying to make sense. You know, it knows things through wisdom. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, excuse me. So, like, it, you know, there are dreams, there are different levels of dreams that we have, and many people don't have... Um, currently probably good dream recall or mm. they may have unsettled sleep patterns mm -hmm. so the dream art kind of teaches about how sleep works and the, the architecture of sleep and um, and how certain creatures you know the, the, the animal symbols are wonderful because they resonate with our childhood you know because as children we really resonated with animals um, and, and we all, and we always do. Every person yeah. alive resonates with animals. The child mm -hmm. inside us, like, because you can say, "What's your favorite animal?" to anyone, yeah, and they'll happily tell you, uh -huh. and they mostly know immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's yours, by the way? Do you have one? Growing up, it was an elephant, but every time I do plant medicine, I become this Japanese red fox, and so wow. now I'm I'm obsessed with the red fox because cool. it it kind of embodies a lot of. Yeah what i need in this time of my life so that's so cool well in the dream arc um you know every gene key every one of the 64 gene keys its shadow its gifts and uh, is translated into animals so the, the the cities the high estates are all birds the mammals are like the gifts and then the underworld creatures are the fears are the shadows mm -hmm. so it's another way of moving through the keys but without any profile so mm -hmm. you're into wild territory you're in the matrix of the cosmos itself you might be interested to know that the fox is the 26th gene key so it's your life's work you know mm -hmm. isn't that funny that, that is funny that the fox came to you and it's your How life interesting. Work. <laughs> um so uh, because you know there's well i won't go into it but um, <laughs> the fox you know it's 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 invisibility right the the fox is a master of the invisible realm yeah. and that's what it represents so every creature um and its mythology kind of has secrets for us so when we start to kind of work with a, a dream language is what the dream dream arc is it's a dream language um it starts to kind of um it, it immediately our psyche recognizes it that's the first thing i'd say immediately yeah. our right brain picks it up and just goes i know that language yeah. our left brain has no idea it's like that's what is that mantra, like it just yeah. i know that yeah. yeah yeah fox i know it like i recognize it uh -huh. you know and and red fox or whatever it is yeah um and so it's about and then these creatures start to um, come into our dreams they literally do so you may not have dream recall i mean it sounds like you have good dream recall but yeah. many don't but the moment you start to work with this there's like simple techniques that increase uh -huh. our dream recall and then even people that don't ever remember their dreams suddenly animals start arriving in their dreams oh, and wow. those animals are, are portals they're doorways so I'll give you an example like when I was well a recent one for me um has been um the bluebird right um and in the UK we don't have bluebirds oh. um, but it's in the dream arc it's in what's called the codex there's 192 creatures that I've that because there's 64 times three and they're all being like coded in and I was staying with a friend and she shared her dream while I was staying there 
about a you know uh, it, i won't go into it in depth but basically through this sort of swamp out of the swamp came a came a bluebird and she said it was connected to me because yeah. i was just leaving and it was my bluebird um and i was like that's a cool dream you know um and instead of thinking that's your dream like mm-hmm. dreams are where we merge so i took that dream in and i was like ah, beautiful and thank you it was like i took that as like something that she offered me but then later as i was moving in the dream arc when i this is you know i got home from, i was on a trip in america i got home and i was moving through the through and i decided intuitively to move to a category called messengers the messengers and that has 20 or 30 creatures that are all messenger uh, they they all those creatures all share the common archetype that they deliver messages mm. Right. And then I did this, you know, in the dream, it's very, very cool course because it's like it's so imaginative. So you asked to like when you get to that messengers section, you're asked to listen to a whole load of sounds of creatures and you don't know what they are. I mean, you might recognize that's a bird and I don't know what that is. And you just put them on a loop and you listen to them over and over again until your left brain switches off wondering what they are. And then you allow your right brain to pick one. Um, And eventually you just pick one. You go that's the one and I picked a a song and it turned out to be a bluebird and I was like oh my god that's so amazing yeah um and so that then became my messenger um and it's you know and and you can look up what it means you know it's it's sort of broadly what it means Mm because I've written all these you know I've written a whole basic book like about all their all their kind of hidden meanings and yeah. and what that emblem what that icon really represents for me it's about leadership for example the bluebird um, yeah um, which is very up for me right now as a as a kind of challenging area um and so it's like very potent how this works but i told that story because we we dream together and our dreams weave us and connect us so, so interesting when people do this program, they we we come together as dreamers, and um, I we're really recommending people do it together with their friends. Um, so you create a dream pod, um, and it might be two or three of you, and then you go through that, you enter the program, you go at your own pace, but you share each kind of month maybe yeah. um, what what's happening for you, what's come up for you, which creatures are kind of communicating, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it's literal; they actually come to your window or they come to your door. Wow. You know they and and you know because the, the it's the quantum world you know so what we're doing is we're kind of opening up these layers in our dream life it's a kind of dream yoga in that way mm-hmm. and the animals and the creatures are just the language yeah you know so it's our way of decoding s- symbolic language of the unconscious it's so interesting yeah uh, my is. best friend Becca and I our psyche is very intertwined somehow like our when we have dreams um in the same night of each other that are not verbatim but very similar so like she'll have a dream that um I'm shaped like a roly-poly rolling around a room and I'll have a dream that I have roly pulleys coming out of my skin like on the same night it's so yeah. interesting um yeah. yeah and then I have a family of blue bluebirds in my backyard oh. uh, but um the red bird the red cardinal shows up for me anytime I feel like Mary Magdalene is like, Hey, pay attention or Hey, soften, you know, anytime she has a message for me. Um, mm. But yeah, I can't get over that. The 26 is the Fox. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> it's um, funny, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, I, I, people, you know, <clears throat> we've only launched the course in this last month and um, f- the first kind of 
sort of 500 or so people are in there and they are kind of the feedback that's coming out is just extraordinary people that have never had dream recall their animals that their dreams are filled with creatures wow and there are people having um sort of real kind of awakenings um not just through their dream life but even through their waking life animal encounters and things yeah um, and as you said people that are cross-threading their dreams yeah um because yeah it's it it's it's amazing when you enter into a you know into a right brain language which is the language of our of the indigenous people of our ancestors you know they communicate it's like you'll know that from plant spirit medicine like it's that dream language that that is iconic and symbolic mm-hmm. so in the in our in the course it's full of symbols mm-hmm. you know you follow symbols you don't follow words so much as just you know click a symbol that you you're drawn to or sometimes it will say click a symbol that you're not drawn to Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll click a symbol and it won't lead to where you think it's leading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, there's lots of like tricks and kind of it's like a labyrinth in that way. Um, so, yeah, I forgot what I was saying. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, you were talking about ancestral, like showing ancestral, up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, as part of the part of the program, we um, it, it's 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 been created by a whole village, you know, so it's mm-hmm. filled with incredible people who've recorded like little videos or stories or like about about animals or their relationship with animals mm-hmm. um and artists who are and and musicians and all these poets and things that, are, that just pop up in different places depending on where you're clicking and where you're going yeah. um, and also um some amazing indigenous elders that we had the privilege to interview um who also are, are deeply woven into the course there's, mm-hmm. a, there's about 12 or 15 of them like really deep powerful elders that speak powerful messages from within the within the course itself um so yeah it's it's a real weave if people are like up for a magical tour i mean i suppose one thing people ask is like what kind of commitment does it demand i mean it's 300 dollars um which i think is incredibly affordable it took us three years yeah Um, and um it's and and you can get scholarship but when you're in it you know i have the feeling that i'm going to be in it for at least a year mm-hmm. but it's running in the background of my life you know yeah. because it's about it's subtle it's it's something that you can't it's not a normal program it's mm-hmm. it has its own timing we have our own rhythms and timing sleep and waking and all that has its own mm-hmm. rhythms and timing so it's working us from a very very deep place Mm-hmm. And I think you could, you could be doing many other things, and this will be running along in the background. Um, yeah. And and to, you know, because there's these twelve categories, like um, you know, I mentioned the messengers. That's one, and and you move into a category, and then you're in that category until you feel that like that message has been delivered, um, and and then you can shift categories. But you know, for me, that that you know that there may be many creative av- kind of avenues that are opening up in each category. Yeah. Um, and and then at a certain point you're you, it's really honing our intuition you have to really listen to your intuition your intuition saying are you done with this category mm. you know are you ready to move now mm. and then if you're ready you can you know you can shift on and, and you choose whichever one it might be the tricksters for example yeah you know That's so interesting i i mean like i mentioned i become the red fox on plant medicine but in my dreams i don't have many animals i i typically 
have people. And then I, I asked myself, what does this person represent? They represent mm. this. Okay, well, this mm. is because they're all me. They're all parts of myself. So that's how, how I'll do that. But man, I would love to. Yeah, I would love to work with my dreams in this way. So I'll totally get you set up with it. But yeah. all, I mean, there are things like people are, are as well. Like what, there are lots of in, uh, you know, Rosie will talk about this when she comes on with you. But there are lots of little things, like so many little exercises. Like one of them is uh, that I remember Rosie inviting us is think of the people in your life and just turn them all into animals. Ooh. Um, you know, and and see what you learn, and even look them up in the codex. So mm-hmm. like everyone if you want to know someone's essence uh-huh. turn them into an animal and then look up what the animal is and yeah. then you'll see like wow i get it you know <laughs> and and yeah. once you start doing that you kind of get a knack of it you know in the yeah. beginning it might be a bit like oh, i'm not sure which what is that animal and, uh, but then you then it, you start to see them and you're like wow this these animals really are kind of hidden inside us you know and yeah. in lots of different ways they're not always just all the lovely cuddly furry ones sometimes they're kind of gnarly ones or that you know you might see something kind of you might see a crocodile in someone's eyes you know or you might yeah. see a certain energy that comes through a person yeah i'm fascinated by it because genetically we've been through all these creatures we've evolved yeah. you know so at some level they're all in us yeah. yeah i um i'm fascinated by it as well because i used to not be able to look at someone without seeing them as an animal like <laughs> it was really weird for me it it, it cut off I don't know if that was like when I was doing so much mu- mushrooms and Hwachuma <laughs> but yeah I mean it, it, done it. it kind of stopped there but um yeah. but yeah I mean it it was really natural for me to see someone as an animal and um I'm curious if the if the red fox is it like in the trickster category or you said the bird was in the um messenger yeah. Yeah, well, the bluebird is that they they vary. So um, I'm pretty sure that that, that yeah, the fox is a, is a trickster, yeah, um, one of the tricksters, uh-huh. and um, along with like the I think the raccoon is another trickster, for example. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think I'm right in saying that because I can't remember them all. Um, and trickster means kind of like shadow in in a sense. Or... Uh, no, no, trickster is um, the tricksters teach us. Um, how to deal with uncertainty, how to deal mm-hmm. with, um, you know, the unexpected, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you're moving through the trickster category in your process, mm-hmm. you can be pretty sure that something uncertain is going to happen in your life and yeah. it's going to test you because mm-hmm. you're working with the tricksters. So something mm-hmm. will come along that will be a living teaching for you. Um, yeah. And uh, and the world is also full of tricksters, you know? Yeah. So it might be that you get swindled or something mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, <laughs> you know, and you really, but that trickster energy is something that we have to learn to kind of almost love, yeah. you know, even because even though it's like, you know, corrupt and all those things, it's in the world. Mm-hmm. And it also can initiate us into like powerful kind of, things like maybe justice or forgiveness or you know it can take us down a down a route you know where we we do we want to do something about it you mm-hmm. know so the dream arc ultimately is not just a kind of playful journey of opening up our inner being it's it's also about creating um it's about bringing out the activist inside us mm-hmm. because the world and the earth really does you know deserve our help yeah. and yeah. so it's actually about you know, creating empathic activists um, and helping us find 
collaborators and others who are also on that journey and what can we do can i do because there's always more we can do mm-hmm. so that's what i also hope will come out of the dream arc is that, that yeah. people will ask that question you know this has been so valuable like i want to i want to help protect these creatures in some way yeah. or with one creature um yeah. yeah so in that way it's powerful yeah and i know that's a question you ask um often too is how can i serve humanity as a whole that's such a big part of the work yeah thank you so much i'm so excited to have rosie on we'll add yeah next i'm excited well. for you and your listeners uh, she's just a jewel yeah so there's a few short questions that i ask everyone to end the show the first one is if you could hug your younger self right now what would you say well i I, i'd say two (laughs) things i'd just say be patient you know that everything all your dreams will come true one day and um and be gentle with yourself you know Mm -hmm. be as gentle with yourself as you can patient and gentle yeah if you could have the whole world read one book which would it be (laughs) yeah I thought about that because I, I, but I didn't have long to think about it. And I, you know, I, I, I struggled um, with my answer because um, I, I would, <laughs> I struggled because it's vain because I wanted, I, mm. I would give people my little book on contemplation. Yeah. Um, it's like, a, it's 90 pages. It's simple. It, uh, it gets right to the, I mean, I'm rereading it now for the fifth mm-hmm. time and I kind of almost can't believe I wrote it. I'd like, Aww. it's an under kind of, it's also an under sort of sold one of my yeah. books, but I, I just think it's a, a gem. I think it's simple enough yeah. for anyone. And I, I can't imagine a human being alive whose life wouldn't improve like hugely from learning the art of contemplation and what it brings yeah. to us. Cause it is about that gentleness and it mm-hmm. is about, so I don't really want to sell my own books. And I thought of lots of other amazing books. That oh, that's such a beautiful answer. Yeah. Like I know there's, there's poetry that I come across that I read in my early, wrote in my yeah. early twenties. And I'm like, oh, I want to be friends with this girl, the girl who wrote this. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there's so many better books, but I just think if that question, so it would be of the greatest help to as many people that, that I could think of anyway. Well, you struggled with this answer last time I asked you, um, I? and I don't I think that you had an, I don't think you had read it prior, so right. you didn't have time to think about it. And so you just said, nature. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good answer. As well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, we all watch the sunrise every morning. Yeah. If you could whisper one phrase to everyone on the planet, what would it be? I think it would be it would be about trust. It would be trust everything. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Before I let you go, where can people find you and your programs online? Oh, thank you. Uh, well, genekeys.com, mm-hmm. um, and there you can find many of the things we spoke about, the Venus sequence, if you go into courses, and, mm-hmm. um, and the Dream Arc, which is there, which you can look at, and there's a little trailer and some videos and stuff. And I think your um, first course is free, right? The Golden Path, is that right? Um, no, the Golden Path. There's there are there's a lot of stuff that's free. I the think, Golden yeah. Path um, is three parts. You know, okay. Purpose is the first one, um, and they're one hundred and fifty dollars. So like, but okay. they're you know they're they're expensive. They're amazing. Well, I thought it was free. That's how much. Like, <laughs> I didn't remember the money because it, right. <laughs> it was totally worth. Well, there are a lot of things that are. Um, 
but that you know if one if you want to understand your profile that's where to begin part one of the golden path it's about your life purpose and it helps you understand step by step each aspect of your profile mm-hmm. um if you're interested in the dream arc and a wilder journey that's also there um the little book on contemplation you can find on amazon and obviously my gene keys book is on amazon um I've also got an extensive YouTube channel with loads of short videos and yeah. interviews and things that are quite fun, that's quite popular, and that's just Gene Keys. Um, and for those who are on Clubhouse, if you want to come and meet, um, that's where I love to meet people. It's an audio-only app, so it's called Clubhouse. Um, if you can join, I'm there every Friday um, at, you know, at 6 o'clock, you know, 6 o'clock, bst which is like uk time um so if you know you can figure out where that is but if you go to clubhouse or you go to gene keys you'll see it under on the website under events and things um it's all in there but but that's it i love to meet people and kind of connect and hear your stories as well i mean genekeys.com has so much and i mean you could just spend so much time just on the website there's so much information um there was a youtube video you had with someone about past lives yeah, there's a th- with Chris Bache, you yeah. know, um, who wrote the LSD in the Mind of the Universe, mm-hmm. and we are great. We've become great friends, and we did a three-parter. It was so good. YouTube. Yeah, on um, on reincarnation. Thank you so much. This was um, such a such an amazing pleasure. Yeah, thank you. You're a gem. Oh man, you guys! I really, you know, just this week I was thinking about the podcast and I love doing it. Um, but I was just thinking like, is anyone listening? Is, is like, is this worthwhile to anybody? And it's conversations like these, um, that I get to have with men like Richard that it's, Oh my gosh, it's, it's really why this is so worth it for me. Um, on a personal level is because these conversations, like he said, like he holds the energy that the divine will is benevolent and all will be okay. And like getting to talk to someone like that and like share space with them, it just, it does something for me. And, um, and then to be able to put it out there and hope that you're also feeling that too. Oh, it makes it so worth it. And I just, I just love him. Uh, so we talked about the dream arc and I have an affiliate link. It's in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio. I'll read it here, but it's probably a lot easier if you just click on it. It's genekeys.com forward slash the dash dream dash arc, which is A-R-C forward slash R-E-F forward slash 1707. So again, that's in the show notes. Um, it's also in my Instagram bio. Uh, I, I, I hope it's easy for you to get to the show notes, but um, you'll just look at like the little part that describes this episode. And uh, yeah, so that doesn't provide you with a discount, but I get a little incentive when you, I get a little cut when you sign up using my link and it would mean so much to me. Uh, and it's, it's, if you click on this link, it's not just this program that you can sign up for. There's the Venus 
sequence that he talked about that um, is all about love and how we get triggered in love and how we can be more love and uh, all relational stuff. And then, um, you know, there's the pearl and all about prosperity. There's there's so many different things on there, as well as a bunch of uh, free stuff that uh, you can really benefit from. So that's genekeys.com forward slash the dash dream dash ARC forward slash REF forward slash 1707. 1707. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I hope. I myself am going to be taking the dream arc. Uh, it's a big goal of mine this year to also complete the Venus se- sequence um, because like he said, it's the most in-depth one, but I will be taking the dream arc and I would love to be in the same dream pod and discuss that stuff. So let me know if you sign up, send me an Instagram message at the um, podcast Instagram page at Untamed and Unashamed Podcast. And then I'll also let you know about our affiliates where you do get discounts. It's dameproducts.com. Code Jade gets you 15% off. All the amazing sex toys on there. My favorite one is the arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. And that's A-E-R is uh, my favorite one. It's the one that like creates um, the, it's creates a suction around your clitoris and you will not be disappointed. It is my favorite of all of my toys. I like to pair it with my pleasure wand or my yoni egg and uh, use them at the same time. It is the dynamic duo to me. Code Jade gets you a discount on wands.com as well. That's W-A-A-N-D-S. And then all things CBD at directhemp.com, a better way to CBD. Code Jade for a discount. And higher dose infrared products code Jade75 for $75 off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being on this journey with me. It would mean so much if you would leave a review or share an episode with a friend and share the magic of Gene Keys. You can also join me, like I said, on Instagram at Untamed and Unashamed Podcast. As always, be a light, stay open, and remember, you belong here. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.